This is a Sound Rebel podcast. Discover more of our shows at soundrebel.co.uk. What's happening, you lovely people out there in podcast world? Welcome to another episode of Give Me Some Good News, and we distract you from all the doom and gloom in the world by giving you some some some, some funny stories, some funny anecdotes, something that puts a smile on your face. We are all about positive vibes here on this podcast. I'm one of your hosts, stand-up comedian Nathan Caton. What's going on, you sexy guys out there? I'm joined by the multi-talented Rich Wolfenden. Mate, what's happening, dude? Yeah, man, I'm all good. Are you all right? I'm, I'm cool, man. I'm just, I'm, I'm just at home. That's my answer to everything now. I'm drinking so much alcohol nowadays. I'm the rum punch. The, yeah, mate. Oh, the rum I'm on this rum punch thing, man. So um, if anyone out there, anyone who knows any like rum companies or brands, hit me up, man. Give me some sponsorship or something, man, because I've been uh, going through rum like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> mate, you could be like an, uh, an influencer, like a rum influencer. I don't, I don't think there is any. You could be the very first one. As in, like the like those models on Instagram who pose half naked. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's just I pose half naked on Instagram with my ass out with a bottle of Captain Morgan. Uh, yeah. oh, Captain Morgan's mm, ass shot. So, guys, like I said we're all about good news here. All right? uh, if you have any good news you want to share, send it in soundrebel.co.uk for such good news, or you can DM me or Rich. Uh, in the meantime, we have a guest on. We're going to come brighten up our day, make us smile, make you guys smile as well. Very talented comedian uh, who I've worked with for many a time all over the country. You, you, you see him on TV, Mock the Week, uh, Match Report, ladies and gentlemen. An AFC Wimbledon fan as well. I've got to put it in, man. Repping the Dons. Jeff Norcott, how's it going, mate? Hello, everybody. I think yeah, being an AFC Wimbledon fan is the most interesting bit of that. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I was only on Mock the Week once, but I can always go back to AFC Wimbledon, I think. <laughs> you can go back to Mock the Week again, can't you? Well, mate. Uh, <laughs> oh shit! Sorry, I was I was one of the uh, the one and duns. <laughs> you make it sound like you've been banned from Mock the Week, like you did something oh, no, wrong that, on your that appearance. That would be better if they, if I'd have been so offensive on there, I'd been banned. That would be better. But uh, but yeah, no, it's interesting times for AFC Wimbledon. Obviously, we're going. You, you know, you talk about good news. We're still due to go to our new stadium this year. Um, you that know, comes. like Brentford, and um, yeah, some of it we were one place above the relegation zone when lockdown started. So it's that weird thing that a lot of football fans have morally of, do I want, you know, the season to resume? Mm. Uh, not really. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a forgetful year. Uh, yeah, it's, well, we've had a few seasons. Like, it's a struggle for AFC at that level because the amount of money that we, you know, we, we can't make that much money. Mm. And it's like, you know, it's like as a family, if we're doing up a new place as well. Uh, there's, there's, there's not much of a budget for players, but uh, but hopefully that will be a bright thing to look forward to towards the end of the year. The new player, like N- NPL, they're calling it. NPL, which does like sound it. like some dodgy thing that people charge for, and it just means council. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, how, how's the lockdown been treating you, man? How's life been? It's been all right. I mean, I've been fortunate in respects because obviously, as we're comics and stuff, I I just happened to have some writing stuff that was always going to happen during this time. So work wise. It's been okay, but there's also been like, you know, the wife and kid have been at home the whole time. So when I've been busy, it's really hard to sort of just get the respect for the fact that I am busy. Right. You know, everyone else is chilling out. Everyone else is rocking 
and the furlough, you know, like that's the environment that I'm in in terms of our friends and the people around us. But I've, I've had stuff to do every single day. So I, I'm actually weirdly at a point, I'm, I'm quite tired at the moment. And that feels like a weird thing to be on, on, on lockdown. We were just saying this, weren't we, though, Nathan? Like, it's, there's not enough hours in a day still. And like, you're not yeah. going anywhere and you're still busy all the time and you don't realise like where the day's gone. Like I got up earlier today just to kind of do some house stuff and then all of a sudden the recording for this just came around. Like, hang on, that was meant to be like hours away and it's, it's instantly here. But, let, but let's be honest, a lot of us are sort of starting at around half ten, breaking for lunch at midday, <laughs> putting in another solid shift about quarter to four till five. So <laughs> I know what you mean. I, I'm sort of, but I'm sort of also aware that I'm being quite liberal with my use of the word working day. <laughs> Yeah. Um, actually, I'm going to ask you as, as a comedian do you remember your last gig before the lockdown uh, yeah it was a tour show in Peterborough so as I was driving to it they were kind of going like Italy's a war zone France is like <laughs> so I was just thinking is anybody going to be at this gig and they, they were like it was only a few no-shows but you could just sense the reticence of all the people that had rocked up like they were they were sort of starting to doubt their decision and, and there was a lot of like, there was a lot of silences whenever anybody coughed. It's like a weird, <laughs> it's a weird vibe. People that wanted to be belligerent and display that blitz spirit, but suddenly they were like, no, you know what, actually there is a, there's a, there's a place for blackout curtains and bunkers. <laughs> You know, that puts pressure on you. Like, you better be funny, yeah? Miss my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But all the other optics of this time feel feel massively different. I mean, there is, there's been things about it that, that have been great. Like, every morning with my son, I just watch, like, Star Wars stuff with him every morning because we got Disney Plus just as... I mean, that was... <sighs> Good news. Hello. <laughs> talk about positives. Disney Plus dropping at that point. The Mandalorian, just the whole back catalogue. So... I've been training him in the ways of the force. <laughs> oh, but um, but it's good having a four-year-old son to kind of peg all this stuff onto the onto the back of. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Do you do that with a football as well? Do you, is your son an AFC Wimbledon fan? This is what I always thought about, like, fatherhood. Can I, like, push my... Well, it's worked for me. He really, he really is into the AFC Wimbledon thing. The rest of the family are all Spurs. But I've just started... I mean, it just shows how you can indoctrinate. This is probably how the Hitler Youth did quite well. It's like, you get... <laughs> just get them young and just like you just start doing you, you portray clubs in a certain way like you put negative characteristics on them and he, yeah. he at this point he just thinks AFC women is like a force for good like he thinks <laughs> he thinks it's like the only noble this is, this is a delusion AFC Wimbledon fans have we like to believe that we're the only morally correct <laughs> thing. And he's got that and, and it's the same with Star Wars although having said that he does play the uh, he does hum the Darth Vader tune Oh. All the time. <laughs> and I sort of thinking today, like, if he ever does become, like, a proper fascist, I'll, I'm, I'm going to gloss over that. I'll be like, I, yeah, I, don't, I don't really remember what he's like as a kid, to be honest. Walk into the kitchen going, mm, mm, yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah, it's quite mm, weird, a four-year-old coming into a room like, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah, Dad, I am your like, father. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I do like your whole... Uh, the whole making your son be a AC woman fan. So, Jeff, that's coming on, man. Uh, here to share some good news. Uh, what, what good news do you have to share with us, mate? Well, the good news is I don't miss stand-up as much as I thought I would. Oh, right? really? Yeah, being able... I love stand-up, but, like, being able to be busy writing, I think if I was, on retrospect, if I was given the choice, that is the thing that was better for me during this period. If there was some, like, magical way I could gig 
versus somewhere I could write most days, I would take writing. No way. Well, I suppose like when you go back to, to doing gigs and whatever, you might enjoy them a lot more after this prolonged period away. Or I might think, God, that was, yeah, it's a lot of travel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I, I mean, you no. Know the travel, as annoying as it was, as tedious as, as it was, I do miss that now. Like, you know, the, of course you do, yeah. Shitty service stations, you know, standing on on a train when I bought myself. I, I booked a bloody seat and I'm still standing up, dickhead. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But even that, I, I missed that. I mean, I missed getting the, a coffee, a baguette, like one of them cheese and ham ones from up across with the mayo. You know, it's a bit mm. bigger than it needs to be, but it's it, it makes you feel a little bit happy when you're on that train. Yeah. And and now I just like I was thinking the other day, I just I don't just because you can still get a coffee at some places. I just want to get one, then just sit down in that place and see some different people and, and be bought something. You know, someone put something in front of me like cheese and ham toast, anything that I haven't had to that hasn't come out of my own kitchen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, left by a delivery guy who just puts it there like some sort of mythical offering to the kind of salt gods. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be a, the one thing that I'm missing, they're talking about opening McDonald's again, like if you're in South East London, which is quite lucky, I might have a McDonald's opening near us. Um, but Greg's, Greg's aren't going to open. And you know what's even sadder? is that there's probably never going to be any free samples in Greg's ever again. Just a little tray with a bit of cookie and that sort of thing. Why, why aren't Greg's opening? Well, I don't know. Well, I don't know. They're not open yet, are they? They're not talking about reopening Greg's, but they're opening a few other little uh, bakeries and fast food places and that sort of thing. Technically, didn't need to shut because it was set up to be a fast food place, but they just took an elective decision not to to do that. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's basically a public service on McDonald's, though, isn't it? Really? I mean, everyone's got one in every postcode. I don't want to be like recriminatory about this, but I feel like they let us down. Like when we (laughs) when we needed them most. Where were they? Where were you? Where was the colonel? <laughs> oh, mate, mate, yeah, yes. I miss chicken more than anything. Oh, like, there's this place near me that have stayed open that they do like, because I, I come from South London, so fried chicken is obviously a big part of the cuisine. And out here, there's not that many options. There's only KFC or the worst. There's no like middle ground like Chicken Cottage or Tennessee Chicken or anything like that. There's just this place called USA Chicken. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nasty. <laughs> Two pieces and chips for like ten p something like that. Know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I like how you, I've, I've never heard someone use the word uh, fried chicken and cuisine in the same. <laughs> it's a way of life, though, is it? Chicken, like, just you know, because there's chicken for all kinds of situations. Like, you think like yeah, early evening chicken, where you go, I, I haven't had my main meal yet, but I could just have two or three hot wings right now. It doesn't really break the bank. Yeah, I mean, Do you know what I mean. It's like, well, the only I was thinking about this the other day with fast food. Because to me, the Holy Trinity, five guys have slightly confused things, but it's still Burger King, McDonald's, and KFC. Mm. So if you was to eat all of those as your three meals in a day, which order would you go in? Oh, good question, mate. Ooh. But you, you can't really have KFC in the morning because chicken isn't a morning meat. No, it's still not. McDonald's for breakfast, wouldn't you? Yeah. yeah, yeah, you'd have to. But that that's a shame because then you rule out McDonald's for the rest of the day. Mm. Yeah, but I don't mind that. I mean, that's McDonald's breakfast is the one thing. Like, I don't, like apart from that, I don't mind really mind missing anything else. Do Burger King do any breakfast things? Oh, they do, they yeah, do, yeah, but that's not as good as McDonald's. It's improved, mm. it's not as good. But then you you're left with chicken is good. Like, you're probably gonna want your burger in the evening. So probably McDonald's, KFC, Burger King. But then you're ending on Burger King, which for me is the is the, the latter. Yeah, it's, it's uh, the kind of poor relation. Go McDonald's for breakfast, Burger King for lunch. Get a variety bucket for your dinner. 
I agree. Well, just park it out then. Just in. I'm gonna fall asleep <laughs> in my own jewel in Greece. Do you know the, the thing is? It's supposed to be a positive podcast, but I just started to get melancholic as I realised I couldn't act on any of these impulses now I couldn't just go there <laughs> I'm having some chicken no no you can McDonald's are, are opening again soon they're trialling them in South East London somewhere are you South East London no no I'm up in Cambridgeshire oh yeah alright oh fucking hell uh, yeah I don't think they'll deliver that most <laughs> <laughs> expensive delivery charges ever um, <laughs> alright what, what's, what's, what's your neighbourhood like Cause have they been have they been cool in this lockdown yeah, it's been a while. I mean, the thing is that, like, I don't think you need to get so upset when there's, like, one or two days where it's a bit hot and people, like, push, take a little bit of liberties because we're human beings, you know what I mean? You've got to get out, you've got to get sun and stuff like that. I think overwhelmingly, like, given the, given that this, this was, these were only set of guidelines, like, almost none of this was legally binding. The fact that a whole country has basically been on side, I, I think you've got to be positive. So that's great that, that, that people yeah, did yeah. that. You know, like, the question now is whether or not whether or not we can handle it being loosened slightly because if we don't have it loosened slightly like it would be weird for there to be no middle ground between total lockdown and then just there's got to be some sort of tertiary point here but yeah people have been all right like I I mean I'll be honest like I was always if if I wanted if I felt like I needed a second walk in the evening I mean I know this is absolute rule breaker here I would take that second walk (laughs) you know if I felt that I wasn't going to see another single human being at the time I was walking I did that you know I think we've all pushed little boundaries ourselves you rebel this is not just a rebel of political comedy mate I've I've, uh, been known to take a second walk (laughs) (laughs) Um, are you um, getting on with your neighbours are you guys chit chat from like two metres apart and stuff yeah not so much not so much we did the first clap for carers but then like a lot of people it 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 coincides with our kids bedtime and then but he was then he then was like I want to do the the next clap for carers and then he stood at a window for uh, like 20 seconds and then just fucked it off (laughs) and then it left me away then one of us had to go and then it just looked like we'd we'd all kind of like just quit (laughs) that's enough clapping for carers (laughs) actually I have a genuine question what's the time limit on clap for carers because well, no one in my area knows. Everyone just claps and is like, okay, how long do we go on for? It feels like it goes on for about half an hour. Sometimes. Sometimes it feels like it's going to be 20 seconds and the next time it goes yeah. off for half an hour and I can see Janet over the road banging her pan just like looking around waiting for indication of when it's all going to end. <laughs> well, I had, because um, I do a podcast called What Most People Think and um, I was asking about platform carers and well, there was people who were talking to me about people doing mission creep and taking it a bit further than it needs to go. And there was one couple in Brighton and the woman, one of the women in the street had dropped leaflets for everyone's door saying that she wanted to do a call and response version of Lean On Me. You know the song, what? Lean On Me? Yeah. It's awful. So then she's going like, kind of, so just hold me, brother. And then it goes to the, to the, back to the rest of the street going, we all need <laughs> like, So it's clearly just some music fantasy that some amateur singer's got. You know, it's got nothing to do with carers. She just wanted, uh, yeah. she just wanted to lead the street in a sing along. Oh God, that's so embarrassing. Her, her X Factor dream. Yeah, yeah. But apparently, what happened in the end was that she put out a little PA in the street. But it was such a weak PA, and the wind was blowing so hard that it basically blew the sound back past her. <laughs> <laughs> just singing away, and no one could hear anything. <laughs> okay, no, I, I do, but I, I do agree with you. I mean. 
for the most part, people have been behaving. We ha- people have been, you know, listened to the guidelines and yeah, have been good about you know how to respond to this uh, to this crisis. And well, no one's going to share a clip of of a bunch of people respecting guidelines. That's not going to get any traction mm. or something. Yeah. And look yeah. at this whole estate of people just broadly accepting the rules. They go like quote tweet. Check this out. It just doesn't get any traction. <laughs> All their windows are shut. All their doors are locked. They are not leaving the house. Yeah, it's one of the problems with social media is that you can just take really isolated examples of human behaviour and like you can let it ruin your day because for some reason you think that one clip is how, you know, you just see somebody being bigoted on the tube. You're just, you know, I'm like it. I just spent the whole rest of the day going, man, humans are awful. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you go, well, that, was, uh, that was one human. For, for the most part, you know, Humans, we're good people, you know. Like, of course we are, yeah. But then, then it's that thing of people going, "This is who we are now." You go, is yeah. it? Because it just looks to me like one prick on the district line. <laughs> um, cool, Jeff. Thank you so much for, for coming on and um, highlighting how the majority of us are good humans who have been following the guidelines. Um, and yeah, people are smart, people are good, and ultimately. You know, there's been a toll for this, but, but but the overwhelming majority of people are going to come out of this all right. Here's, a, here's another little final thing. If you want to highlight yeah. the good news, right, here's, here's, here's an example. So today, there was a economic news came out about the first quarter, right? So it's the GDP is down by 2%, which is, you know, it's, it's a big drop for one quarter. But mm. a lot of people are focusing on March, where they were saying GDP was down 5.8%, right? Which mm. is a more striking figure. It's still not as bad as some of the other European countries. But... If you look at like, and then everyone's going, well, this is bad because we didn't even go into lockdown to the end of March, but we actually went into it on the 23rd, which is 30, 29% of the whole month. Okay. And people were stopping going out. We all know in the previous two weeks, people were stopping going out and spending. Mm. So if you look at like a 5.8% reduction when for a third of the month we weren't even out, and for the previous two weeks for that, we were barely going out, Right. I would yeah. say that Britain has been spending money somehow, like a heroic oh, yeah. level. We've been Amazoning and exactly. fast-fooding. And God bless this country because we, unlike you know some of our European counterparts, we have a need to buy pointless shit we don't need. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, there's a package outside my front door right now. because my, my you, That is your patriotic duty. If you've still got an income, spend the money. That's the best thing you can do right now. That's patriotism 2020. <laughs> My girlfriend's buying bed sheets and stuff. It's like, we've got bed, we've got bed sheets. But she just wants another thing, one. Man, like, normally when my wife's spending money, it does my head in. But now I'm like, you, you do that. You do, it for the, you do it for the queen. <laughs> do it for the GDP girl. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> but the point is, is if we've managed to still spend money at that point, it's a, it's a good point, huh? And, um, you know, the pound was up against all the major currencies today. So let's, if there's a good bit of news there, let's take it. All, all the headlines are going like, oh, 5.8% slump. You're going, or we're still spending yeah. even though we're in our houses. Let's look at it that way. I like your thinking, Jeff, man. That's a good, that's a, that's a good spin on things, but I like it. Thank you for, thank you for that, Jeff, man. Um, I'm going to go and order some more shit. Probably <laughs> <laughs> some Ninja Turtle stuff. I don't need, but I like it. Um, Jeff, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, man. I appreciate you taking time to talk to us. No worries. Um, if people want to come and check out my one, what most people think, it's mm. on uh, all the usuals: iTunes, uh, App, uh, Spotify, Google. Well, it's just those three, really. I made it sound like those good. <laughs> You're on the socials though, as well, right? Hit me up on these socials, mainly Twitter. I, I, I'm trying to get better Instagram, but it's just, 
I, if I can post something without losing followers, I, I, I see that as a win on Instagram. <laughs> um, which, so I, I was going to call you Ben there for a quick second there. <laughs> I need to stop using Ben's Zoom login, don't I? Uh, I need to pay for the actual <laughs> premium. Um, yeah, I am doing uh, not very much, so for the next few days, but I will tweet something, presumably. Uh, at underscore Wolfenden, anyway, on Twitter and Instagram. Guys, thank you for listening. Uh, I'm on all the socials. Uh, Nathan.Caton, Insta, Nathan Caton on Twitter. Um, this has been the Give Me Some Good News podcast. Until next time, see you later. <laughs>